Yes, people, it is Monday. Finally got the computer working, and we are coming at you with um hey, we we went back in time, we looked at the last well, the first two events of the last Cage Warriors trilogy, and of course, LFA 110. So people sit back, let's go. So Cage Warriors returned to the York Hall in London for their latest trilogy This happened in June, wasn't able to watch it at the time But figured I would um, give it a go, right? So um, yeah, did the co-main event of Cage Warriors 123 uh, so the co featured a rematch, which was a little crazy. We had Will Curry against Christian Leroy Duncan, and they've literally just fought, right? They fought at Cage Warriors 120 in March of this year. That ended in the as flying knee. From Duncan to finish it early in that second round So uh, I was surprised I was really surprised that they put this fight together Because they're both very early in their career You know, Curry is 5-1 And and, um, Duncan is unbeat But only 3-0 Now, he has had, I think it's like 20 amateur fights but again, it's still kind of like I'd have thought you'd you'd matched them up later on in their career again. But you know, it's the way it is. And gotta say, Will Curry, man, he was very dominant in the first round. Now Duncan came out like I don't know. It was like a drunk Andian Anderson Silver. You know how Anderson would come out. How John Jones comes out on the low to the ground, moving. You know what I mean? And Duncan was doing all of that. He threw a a pretty lazy, I would say, um, leg kick. Well, yeah. Even was it a leg kick? I think it was a leg kick. Yeah. Sidekick, it was a sidekick, I believe, and um, Curry gets him down. Curry gets him down now. Um, Duncan was able to reverse and get on top, but Curry attacks the leg. Curry, yeah, man, he was on those legs so fast. Oh, my days. Oh my days And it looked tight It really did But uh, Duncan You know what I mean He's he's able to survive it He's he's looking to take the back Right Looking to take the back Fighting But can't get any separation From uh, Curry And um, Curry Eventually gets Duncan down again you know, with a leg kick, 
And um, yeah, he's on top. He, he Curry is very dominant. You can see. It looks like he's very good on the ground. He's very tenacious. It's not just oh, I'm gonna shoot once. He will. He's following through. It's the second shot, the third shot. You know what I mean? Just really, really taking it to Duncan, right? So it, it seems problematic. Seems problematic. Um. You know, Duncan was surviving in that first round, but he was allowing himself to get into some very tricky situations. So we go into round two, and, um, you know, first fight ends very early with a flying knee. So, um, look, you, you know from previous occasions, Duncan can turn it around, right? Now... It, he, he starts off and he is keeping his range very well. Hits a nice uppercut and a front kick. You know, but you, you can clearly see Curry wants to get inside, get it down. Hits a nice left hook, then gets a takedown. Right? Into side control, staying very heavy on top. Duncan, he he pulls a really nice reversal. You know what I mean? Really nice reversal. Curry, though, sticks with him, grabs the neck. Duncan, um, again, he gets back on top. Uh, decides to stand, which you kind of feel, yeah, that's the smart thing, man. Get get up. That that's That's where you want it. Right, um, and you know he he's utilizing his kicks, right for a bit. Uh, Duncan gets up. Sorry, he lets Curry up, right? And man, Duncan lands a really nice step in elbow. Oh my gosh, really nice step in elbow, and from that. Man, he he spins, boom, spinning elbow, perfectly lands on Curry's head. Oh my gosh, and Curry crashes down. Now, what was interesting, Duncan, he follows him down to the ground, but instead of just letting it go, he's hunting for a Kimura for a bit. Hunting for a Kimura. He does go with some big shots at the very end. Right? But, yeah, it was surprising he didn't just let it all go before um, going for the Kimura. But, you know, very sensible. Uh, So, we're in the third round. So, I think it's easy to say it's probably a round apiece coming into the third. Um... You know, Curry comes forward, they they exchange kicks, you know, Duncan lands a nice spinning back kick, Curry shoots, Duncan stuffs, and I think the big thing we see in this third round, Curry hasn't got the same snap, right, he's lost that energy, he's slowed down, and a lot of what he was doing in that first round was coming from the explosion, 
You know what I mean? Definitely, don't get me wrong, definitely a lot of technique involved. But he was able to take advantage with the speed and the bursts, right? Which he doesn't have in the third, you know? So, um, yeah, Duncan is stuffing all the takedown attempts. Transitions to the back, right? Curry, though, avoids. Duncan stays on top. He's looking for a dust. Curry... He's able to um, avoid it. He tries for an arm bar, but Duncan, he, he, he's too savvy for that. Still on top, right? Goes for a guillotine. Doesn't get that, but maintains his top position. Something that he wasn't able to do in the first round, you know? So Curry... Attempts to escape out the back Duncan, he, he stops that And uh, yeah, as the round is ending He lets it go Lets it go and lands some huge elbows So doesn't get the finish But I think, yeah, a clear victory here for uh, Duncan You know and unlike the first fight, you can't say, oh, it was a fluke, it was a lucky knee. No, this this one, hey, we, we clearly saw Christian Leroy Duncan exert himself and kind of dominate second round onwards. Especially after getting that spinning back elbow. Woo! Oh, my days. You know, very good co-main event. So the main event, people, is for the belt. It's for the belt, right? We've got um, Matt Bonner, right? Matt Bonner is challenging Nathias Frederick, right? Challenging Frederick for the title. Now, the last time out, Frederick, you know, he defended the belt. And, man, you, you see, Frederick is power personified, right? So, it was definitely an interesting one to see how this would go, right? And Frederick, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? We, he shows that power. Straight out the gate, heavy leg kick stumbles Bonner, you know? And, yeah, Frederick is letting those hands go. Now, the thing is, it's a little sloppy, a little sloppy, you know what I mean? But, hey, he's, he's landing, you know? He is landing. Bonner not really throwing a lot at the start, staying very patient. And he's able to catch a kick, gets it to the ground, right? Gets it to the ground, into side control, looking for a mount. It's in half guard, eventually gets mount and just dominates that first round. Right? So goes to the second round. And it is pretty much the same. You know, Frederick, big leg kick. He bundles um Bonner down. Bonner though, he, he's able to get up. And as he's getting up, oh my gosh. It was insane. Frederick hits an illegal knee, right? And 
there's no, <laughs> you know, Bonner has both of his hands on the ground. Like, there's, there's no doubt about what this knee is, right? It's just, you, you kind of wanted yourself, what the fuck? So, yeah, he loses a point straight away, which I definitely think, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, you know the rules. You're the champion. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no half measures with that shit, man. Even though it wasn't a huge knee, right? It wasn't a huge knee. didn't really rock Bonner. But it's still, there's still the intent behind it, right? I feel. So once they restart the fight, um, Frederick, you know, he's tempting those leg kicks. Bonner, he's, um, you know, he catches a kick, tries for a cake down. You know, Frederick, he's able to survive. But Bonner, he eventually bundles Frederick to the ground. And, um, yeah, he, he's sticking to him. He's sticking to him, right? Even though Frederick, you know, he gets up, Bonner, he bundles him back down, right? So we're going into the third round, and... Frederick is in trouble, <laughs> you know what I mean, he lost the first round, he would have lost the second round at 10-8 because of the illegal knee, so hey, he needs to turn it around, right, and uh, yeah, gotta say, right, third round, he's turning it around, right, he, he's, he's landing some big shots, right, landing some big shots, uh, Bonner, you know, he tries to counter, but yeah, Fredericks is, um, he's doing well, landing big elbows, you know what I mean, all of that, man, um, Bonner, though, he eventually gets a takedown, gets into mount, Frederick, he tries to power out, but Bonner takes the back, then transitions back into a mount and dominates the rest of the round. So it's it's looking a little problematic for Fredericks, right? So we're into the fourth round. Championship round. Bonner's never been here before. And Bonner is looking tired. Looking tired. He shoots early. Frederick stuffs it. Right? Fredericks is looking for them big shots. Bonner, he's able to get back into space, shoots again, and again, Frederick stuffs, right, now, Bonner does get a takedown, gets a takedown, takes the back into half guard, Frederick, very nicely, uses a Kimura that doesn't look like a great Kimura, but he uses the Kimura, reverses position, and Hey, he's in mount. You know, he, he, Frederick is landing some big shots. Bonner scrambles. Frederick, though, he's um staying on top. Staying on top and looking fresh, right? Uh, Bonner is starting to look laboured. He's looking laboured. It looks like this is the turning point. Frederick is going to take over. But... <laughs> yeah, there's a but, right? Frederick, he he just seems to stop in a transition. 
kind of just stops for a few seconds, allowing Bonner to take his back. And you're looking at it like, what? It was just so fucking weird, right? Bonner takes the back. Fredericks does not fight the hands and literally, again, allows Bonner to, you know, put the arm underneath his fucking neck. It's weird. So weird, right? Then doesn't fight it, just taps. You're like, what the fuck just happened? It was so, because it looked like, you know, Fredericks had started to take over. And, uh, yeah, Bonner and New, motherfucker, and New. And what's even crazier, after, you know, the, the, the ref has got him in the center, just before it's getting announced, Bonner, he, he, he looks to shake Frederick's hand, you know, as they do, the little conversation, you know, you know trade, um, you know, comments, because you've been in this war together. But Frederick's like, Shoves him away and he's looking Shaking his finger looking all pissed And it's just like But That's on no That's on you son You froze You didn't fight the hands And you just tapped You didn't try and fight the position You know what I mean You just in, like instantly tapped So that that's on him, there was no eye pokes, there was nothing like that, right, the only illegal thing coming in that fight was from Frederick, so it it was weird how Aggie he was at the end, I was surprised at that, you know what I mean, but yeah, we got a new champion, people, we got a new champion, and uh, yeah, not a bad start to the trilogy, you know what I mean? So Cage Warriors returned to the York Hall in London for their latest trilogy. This happened in June. Wasn't able to watch it at the time. But figured I would um, give it a go. Right? So, um, yeah. Did the co-main event of Cage Warriors 123... Uh, so the co featured a rematch, which was a little crazy. We had Will Curry against Christian Leroy Duncan, and they've literally just fought, right? They fought at Cage Warriors 120 in March of this year. That ended in the as flying knee. From Duncan to finish it early in that second round So uh, I was surprised I was really surprised that they put this fight together Because they're both very early in their career You know, Curry is 5-1 And and, um, Duncan is unbeat But only 3-0 Now, he has had, I think it's like 20 amateur fights but again, it's still kind of like I'd have thought you'd you'd match them up later on in their career again. But you know, it's the way it is. And gotta say, Will Curry, 
Man, he was very dominant in the first round. Now, Duncan came out like, I don't know, it was like a drunk Anderson Silver. You know how Anderson would come out, how John Jones comes out on the low to the ground, moving, you know what I mean? And Duncan was doing all of that. He threw a, a pretty lazy, I would say, um, leg kick. Well, yeah, even, was it a leg kick? I think it was a leg kick, yeah? Side kick, it was a side kick, I believe. And um, Curry gets him down. Curry gets him down. Now, um, Duncan was able to reverse and get on top but curry attacks the leg curry yeah man he was on those legs so fast oh my days oh my days and it looked tight it really did but uh Duncan, you know I mean he's he's able to survive it. He's he's looking to take the back, right? Looking to take the back, fighting, but can't get any separation from uh Curry. And um Curry eventually gets Duncan down again, you know, with a leg kick. And um yeah, he's on top. He, he the curry is very dominant, you can see. It looks like he's very good on the ground. He's very tenacious. It's not just oh I'm gonna shoot once. He will he's following through. It's the second shot, the third shot. You know what I mean? Just really, really taking it to Duncan. Right? So it, it seems problematic. Seems problematic. Um you know, Duncan was surviving in that first round, but he was allowing himself to get into some very tricky situations. So we go into round two, and, um, you know, first fight ends very early with a flying knee. So, um, look, you, you know from previous occasions, Duncan can turn it around, right? Now... It, he, he starts off and he is keeping his range very well. Hits a nice uppercut and a front kick. You know, but you, you can clearly see Curry wants to get inside, get it down. Hits a nice left hook, then gets a takedown. Right? Into side control, staying very heavy on top. Duncan, he he pulls a really nice reversal. You know what I mean? Really nice reversal. Curry, though, sticks with him, grabs the neck. Duncan, um, again, he gets back on top. Uh, decides to stand, which you kind of feel, yeah, that's the smart thing, man. Get get up. That that's That's where you want it. Right, um, and you know he he's utilizing his kicks, right for a bit. Uh, Duncan gets up. Sorry, he lets Curry up, right, and 
Man, Duncan lands a really nice stepping elbow. Oh my gosh, really nice stepping elbow. And from that, man, he he spins, boom, spinning elbow perfectly lands on Curry's head. Oh my gosh, and Curry crashes down. Now, what was interesting... Duncan, he follows him down to the ground, but instead of just letting it go, he's hunting for a Kimura for a bit, hunting for a Kimura, he does go with some big shots at the very end, right, but yeah, it was surprising he didn't just let it all go before um, going for the Kimura, but you know, very sensible, uh, so we're in the third round. So I think it's easy to say it's probably a round apiece coming into the third. Um, you know, Curry comes forward. They, they exchange kicks. You know, Duncan lands a nice spinning back kick. Curry shoots Duncan stuffs. And I think the big thing we see in this third round, Curry hasn't got the same snap. Right, he, he he's lost that energy. He's slowed down, and a lot of what he was doing in that first round was coming from the explosion. You know what I mean? Definitely, don't get me wrong. Definitely, a, a lot of technique involved, but he was able to take advantage with the speed and the bursts, right? Which he doesn't have in the third. You know, so, um, yeah, Duncan is stuffing all the takedown attempts. Transitions to the back, right? Curry, though, avoids. Duncan stays on top. He's looking for a dust. Curry, he's able to um, avoid it. He tries for an arm bar, but Duncan, he, he, he's too savvy for that. Still on top. Right, goes for a guillotine, doesn't get that, but maintains his top position. Something that he wasn't able to do in the first round, you know. So Curry attempts to escape out the back. Duncan, he he stops that. And uh, yeah, as the round is ending, he Let's it go. Let's it go and land some huge elbows. So doesn't get the finish, but I think, yeah, a clear victory here for uh, Duncan, you know. And unlike the first fight, you can't say, oh, it was a fluke. It was a lucky knee. No, this this one, hey, we, we clearly saw Christian Leroy Duncan exert himself and kind of dominate second round onwards especially after getting that spinning back elbow Woo! oh my days you know very good co-main event so the main event people is for the belt it's for the belt right we've got um matt bonner Right, Matt Bonner is challenging Nathias Frederick. 
right? Challenging Frederick for the title. Now, the last time out, Frederick, you know, he defended the belt. And, man, you, you see, Frederick is power personified, right? So it was definitely an interesting one to see how this would go, right? And Frederick, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? He shows that power. Straight out the gate, heavy leg kick stumbles Bonner. You know, and yeah, Frederick is letting those hands go. Now the thing is, it's a little sloppy, a little sloppy. You know what I mean? But hey, he's he's landing. You know, he is landing. Bonner not really throwing a lot at the start, staying very patient, and he's able to catch a kick, gets it to the ground. Right, gets it to the ground, into side control, looking for a mount. It's in half guard, eventually gets mount and just dominates that first round. Right, so goes to the second round and it is pretty much the same. You know, Frederick, big leg kick. He bundles um, Bonner down. Bonner, though, he, he's able to get up. And as he's getting up, oh my gosh, it was insane. Frederick hits an illegal knee, right? And there's no, <laughs> you know, Bonner has both of his hands on the ground. Like, there's, there's no doubt about what this knee is, right? It's just, you, you kind of wanted yourself, what the fuck? So, yeah, he loses a point straight away, which I definitely think, yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, you know the rules. You're the champion. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no half measures with that shit, man. Even though it wasn't a huge knee, right? It wasn't a huge knee. Didn't really rock Bonner. But it's still, there's still the intent behind it, right? I feel. So once they restart the fight, um, Frederick, you know, he's tempting those leg kicks. Bonner, he's, um, you know, he catches a kick, tries for a cake down. You know, Frederick, he's able to survive. But Bonner, he eventually bundles Frederick to the ground. And... Um, yeah, he, he's sticking to him. He's sticking to him, right? Even though Frederick, you know, he gets up, Bonner, he bundles him back down, right? So we're going into the third round, and Frederick is in trouble, <laughs> you know what I mean? He lost the first round. He would have lost the second round a 10-8 because of the illegal knee. So, hey, he needs to turn it around, right? And, uh, yeah, got to say, right, third round, he's turning it around, right? He, he's, he's landing some big shots, right? Landing some big shots. Uh, Bonner, you know, he tries to counter, but, yeah, Fredericks is um, he's doing well, landing some big elbows, you know what I mean? All of that, man. Um Bonner, though, he eventually gets a takedown, gets into mount. Frederick, he tries to power out, but 
Bonner takes the back, then transitions back into a mount and dominates the rest of the round. So it's it's looking a little problematic for Fredericks, right? So we're into the fourth round. Championship round. Bonner's never been here before. And Bonner is looking tired. Looking tired. He shoots early. Frederick stuffs it. Right? Fredericks is looking for them big shots. Bonner, he's able to get back into space. Shoots again. And again, Frederick stuffs. Right? Now, Bonner does get a takedown. Gets a takedown. Takes the back into half guard. Frederick very nicely uses a Kimura that doesn't look like a great Kimura, but he uses the Kimura reverses position. And hey, he's in mount. You know, Frederick is landing some big shots. Bonner scrambles. Frederick, though, he's um staying on top. Staying on top and looking fresh. Right, uh, Bonner is starting to look laboured. He's looking laboured. It looks like this is the turning point. Frederick is going to take over. But, <laughs> yeah, there's a but, right? Frederick, he, he just seems to stop in a transition. Kind of just stops for a few seconds, allowing Bonner to take his back. And you're looking at it like, what? It was just so fucking weird, right? Bonner takes the back. Fredericks does not fight the hands. And literally, again, allows Bonner to, you know, put the arm underneath his fucking neck. It's weird. So weird, right? Then doesn't fight it, just taps. You're like, what the fuck just happened? It was so, because it looked like, you know, Fredericks had started to take over. And uh, yeah, Bonner and New, motherfucker, and New. And what's even crazier... After, you know, the, the, the ref has got him in the centre, just before it's getting announced, Bonner, he, he, he looks to shake Frederick's hand, you know, as they do, the little conversation, you know, you know, trade, um, you know, comments, because you've been in this war together, but Frederick's like, shoves him away, and he's looking, shaking his finger, looking all pissed, and it's just like, but... That's on no, that's on you, son. You froze. You didn't fight the hands. And you just tapped. You didn't try and fight the position. You know what I mean? You just, in, like, instantly tapped. So, that that's on him. There was no eye pokes. There was nothing like that. Right? The only illegal thing coming in that fight was from Frederick. So... It, it was weird how Aggie he was at the end. I was surprised at that. You know what I mean? But yeah, we got a new champion, people. We got a new champion. And uh, yeah, not a bad start to the trilogy. You know what I mean?
Okay, people, so LFA 110. We saw a lot of changes to the card, but it still delivered. Still delivered some fun ass fights. We had Ron Crutch and um, Alan Joban doing their thing, breaking it all down for us. And we started off with two amateurs making a pro debut. We had Arpan Gorong against Oscar Hermana. It was a flyweight clash and these two, oh my gosh, these, these two really came out looking to fight. It was an interesting one because uh, Gorong, you know, he came out, he was pushing forward. But it was Hermana who was the more active Right, I, I kind of felt that Garang was looking for a big shot. Was looking for a big shot. And I think he was probably thinking too much. Right? Because listen, it's your pro debut. It's all on the line. You realize everyone's watching. They were moved to the main card. You know what I mean? With all the changes that happened, they got moved to the main card. They didn't think they were going to be on the TV portion. So this is huge. And I think that might have got to Garang a bit. Because although he's walking forward, it was Herrera that was doing the work. Now, again, he was a little hyperactive, right? Not everything was landing. He's throwing a lot of spinning attacks that didn't quite have the range to them, so they were missing, but he was, you know, he's attacking the legs, you know, he's throwing a lot of kicks, and, and he was doing some, yeah, some good work, you know, Garang started to throw kicks towards the end of the first round, but it it was really Herrera, and he was um in he started to introduce a nice front kick that was yeah working very well you know, so we go into the second round, and Gorang you know he comes out and he's pushing forward he lands a couple of stiff jabs some yeah two nice stiff jabs Herrera, um. You know, he gets back into what he was doing well in the first. A lot of movement, right? A lot of mixing up the variety of his shots. You know, he, he shoots a double leg takedown, gets it, but Garang is able to get up straight away. Herrera sticks to him, takes him down again. Guerrero is up. And now Herrera goes for a lateral drop. Takedown and he gets it, but Garang is able to reposition himself in the air and he lands on top. Which you know, what I mean, you know, Herrera wasn't looking to do that, but Herrera was able to tie up Garang, he tied him up well, and he's very active from the bottom, you know. Very active from the bottom. And the moment Garang, you know, breaks away, gets some space to land some shots, you see Herrera make a little shift with the hips. Make a little shift and he attacks. He'd already 
thrown the legs up for a triangle. You know, didn't get that. But this time, man, he, he throws the legs up. He locks in the arm bar. Like you see Goran trying to escape, but Herrera, hey, he, he extends that arm and it's a wrap. Oscar Herrera keeps that O and makes a successful pro debut. But I definitely feel that Arpan would have learned a lot from this fight. And we will most likely see a different Arpan in his next fight. Now the jitters are out the way. But from there, right, we have a submission finish. You know, it was always a fight that you felt a finish was going to come from. But maybe not what we ended up getting. Because we got Megan Owen against Jacqueline Amorim in the ladies' strawweights. You know, and I think the big thing coming into this fight, it seemed that Owen and her camp felt that Amarin hadn't faced a competitor like her. You know, she thought that the jujitsu was um, comparable, but uh, you know, Owen seemed to think, and her camp that their wrestling was gonna be the difference here, and. Uh, Boy, <laughs> oh my gosh, this fight was crazy. So, man, it, it starts and we see Amorin land a heavy leg kick out the gate, right? But Owen backs her up, backs her up. She's moving forward, you know, moving forward. And, yeah, Amorin, you know, she, she gives up that space, gives up that space, right? But. But she, as Owen is coming forward, Amorin steps in and uncorks a huge right hand. Oh my gosh! And you see the, you see it in slow motion from a different angle, and this right hook, it just landed perfectly on Owen's chin. Owen crashes down. Um, Amorin follows it up, hits a couple of hammer fists, but Owen was just done. She was done. The ref jumps in and it's over. And yo, when when she's talking to her corner, oh it's clear Owen was out. She had no clue what the hell had happened. Yo, so it was a great stoppage. It was a, a great finish from Jacqueline Amorin. And as I said, I think everyone thought that this fight, we were going to see a chess game on the ground. We were going to see, you know what I mean, both looking to do their thing there and take that dominance. But, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? Amorin, she, she's been working on the hands and it showed people. It really showed, and we had a sensational, sensational finish. And it, you know, starting an event with two finishes, boy, you're setting the tone. <laughs> you are setting the tone, right? So uh, from there, we're back with the flyweights. 
back with the flyweights and we have got Louise Aguera against Christian Nadividad. The Hawaiian Punch. So you knew this was going to be a fun one. It was definitely a fun fight. I think it was surprising that it went in the full 15. Right? I think that was a shock. Because even straight out the gate, right, we had Nadividad moving forward. And he just walks through a, a nice front kick from Aguera. Right? It, it was a nice front kick. But Nadividad walked through it. And just cracks Aguera's head back with a right hand. You know what I mean? I, I, I think from that moment, you're like, oh, shit. I think we're going to get a stoppage here, people. I think we're going to see a stoppage. But no. No, we didn't. Right? And it's crazy. Now, in the first round, you've kind of thought Aguera, it, it took him a good while to get his rhythm. Good while. And the moment... He, he starts to um, put some combinations together. The Dividad just lands a huge right and puts him down. Puts him down on his ass. It, it, it looked like it was a heavy shot. But Aguera, really good conditioning because he was able to keep his wits about him and he attacks the Dividad's legs. Attacks the legs, so it didn't allow Nadividad to, um, you know, I mean, just unleash some ground and pound to really punish him, right? Now, Nadividad escapes the leg lock attempt, but yeah, it, it gave Aguera time to compose himself, get back to his feet, uh. And, you know, it went back and forth a little bit, but Nadividad, he's throwing some strong combinations, you know? So, second round, and, yeah, again, Nadividad, he, he's mixing it up. He's punching to the body, their head, throwing in kicks. You know, we're seeing Aguera do a bit more this round. He's landing some body kicks. He's got his own, a, a nice right hand himself, you know? He um he shoots but can't get Nadividad down, right? And there's a point when they both throw right hands, but Nadividad he 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 slips Aguera's lanty zone, puts Aguera down again, puts him down again, but again Aguera utilizes that BJJ. Utilizes his jujitsu, utilizes his jujitsu, and he's able just to keep Nadividad off him and get back up to his feet. Right, but uh, yeah, Nadividad just man, just keeping it going. Right, landing those great jabs, the hook. He's right. Just is not missing. Aguera, you know, he he's um you know, he's avoiding things, he's trying, but man, the Dividad puts him down with another right. Right? But he ties up uh the Dividad this time rather than trying to use BJJ to uh get back up. Right? So oh man. So you definitely feel that Aguera going into the third, he needs a finish. He needs a finish, otherwise Nadividad is taking this. 
right? And yeah, Aguero, he comes out. Like, I think he, he's had a good talk from his corner. He comes out, comes out trying, lands a nice overhand, you know? He, he oh, he hits a good elbow stepping in. Right, elbow, then a head kick. But Nadividad is just not slowing down. Not slowing down. His jab is working. You know, he's right. Leg kicks. Man, it's, it's fire. He, he go. oh man, he goes for a nice flying knee in the round. Oh gosh, it was a, another good round, but no finishes. No finishes, which is it's crazy, but it speaks for the conditioning. Because, hey, they, the pace was high, but neither slowed down. Neither slowed down. And Aguera took some heavy shots, but did not slow. So, mad props to both. But a good win for Nadividad. And, again, I think it, it, this is kind of vital for him to get, you know, these 15 minutes. So, in these last two fights... Him going that distance, hey, that's just going to be a benefit going forward. But, you know, I think with performances like this, I would not be surprised if he um, gets called up for the contender series or something like that. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, we go into our co-main event, which, uh, yo... This was an interesting one. It's a real interesting fight because we had Chibwemkim Chib, hmm, Chib um, Onyecha returning to the Octagon after three years away, but unbeaten in his seven fights. You know, so definitely impressive going up against. Renato Valente Who Coming off a loss In his promotional debut You know He was 7-4 and four, Right So You know he, he hasn't necessarily gone his way all the time But Hey He can get the job done So it was an interesting fight at middleweight Right To You know Who is going to be able to do their thing here and I, I think what we see, what we see is Valente make an incredible star, right? Because um, Onyewacha has got the range. He's got the range. Comes out with a leg kick. But I think straight away, right, they both throw jabs. And you can see that Onyewacha's jab is more powerful, but I think that Valente's knuckle goes into Onanencha's eye because he starts to blink and, you know, you can see that's putting him off his game. And straight away, man, we see Valente just get confidence. He's coming forward. He hits a head kick, right? Hits a head kick. He's pressing that action, you know, just really putting it on on the edge, right? He, uh, man, he hurts him with a right hand, 
hurts him with a right hand, which is mag impressive. Impressive. Gets him down to the ground and just that just rains down some head some hammer fists, you know, transitions to a head and arm choke. But Onyanchuk is able to survive and get back up. But Valenta just continues to push forward, keeping Onyecha to on the fence and landing some really good shots on it. He's right hand just not missing. Right, but you do wonder, okay, how's he gonna come out for round two? Right, because Valente put a lot into the first round, but on a young check, he he now maybe has enough time to get his sight back in order. Right? And what will he be like when he's comfortable in there? And in round two we do see that. Right? Because you can see it straight away. He he feels more comfortable. He he's looking looser. And he, he's doing a decent job landing. Right? Valente it's an interesting one, right? But he he does land some counters, but we don't see the same output from him in this round. Right? Now on a Yedchuk, he's he's not doing anything crazy. But he's definitely the more active of the two. Definitely the more active of the two, right? So you just think, hmm, yeah, how are they going to score this round? Now, it does look like Valente nearly um, puts Onyechik down with a leg kick. But that's probably the biggest thing that Valente does in that second round. So you kind of think, all right, it's probably one apiece going into the third, right? Because I think there's a possibility the judges gave Valente an 8-10-8 in the first, but it's always a tough one with that, right? So we're coming into the third round. They're trading leg kicks. Onyechek is pushing forward. You know, Valente not doing, again, a lot, right? He's countering, but we're just not seeing the same output as we did in that first round, right? So just from the output front of things, you kind of feel that Onyechek is taking this fight, right? That's what it seems until... Right, Valente lands a huge left hand. Huge left hand that shakes on a yet check and puts him down. Right, Valente though can't take advantage. Right, can't take advantage on the ground. And um, yeah, it allows on a yet check to get back up and then also get back into the fight. Right, because Valente has put on a Yetchek down, shook him, clearly shook him, but then doesn't continue to press hard. Right? And look, you understand that you don't want to be reckless, 
but Valente, he gives him way too much space at the end. Because Onyechek, when he's got that range, man, he's fighting extremely well, right? But when Valente pushed forward, closed that range, he's having the advantage. But yeah, it ends with Onyechek kind of landing, right? So you wonder what the fuck's going on. You wonder how they will score this, right? Because other than the, you know, the shot that puts on a Yetchik down in the third, the third round's probably on a Yetchik's, right? So it does end up going a split decision. Goes a split decision and Valente takes it. I will say, though, that the, I think it was probably... A bit closer than what the scorecards give it. You know, it's an odd one. But, yeah, Valente takes the uh, takes the win. Right? Which is definitely good for him. His first win under the LFA banner. So, yeah, we will see. And But I do believe on the check, there's a lot you can take away from that fight. Right? There's a lot you can take away from that fight. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. And I'm, I'm sure we will see him, you know, a lot sooner than another three years. You know what I mean? But, uh, yes, we're now at the final. Right? We're at the final, the main event. And we've got Yuma Haraguchi against Charles Johnson for the interim flyweight championship. So, hey, this is, whoo, you just feel this is going to be an exciting fight, right? You feel this is going to be an exciting fight. And, um, yeah, yeah, we, we were not let down. It definitely was exciting, people. Definitely was exciting. I feel kind of controversial, you know what I mean? I definitely feel this one a little controversial when it comes to the uh, final result Hoyuchi comes out He comes out He's pressing the action Landing a lot of leg kicks early And um, it puts Johnson on the back foot Right Now Johnson he, he, He's not doing a lot For a little while Right it Seems to take him a while To get into his flow Right But Hariuchi is chopping those legs, chopping those legs. Now, Johnson, he starts to utilize a front kick that's working very well. And also that kind of calf stomp, you know what I mean? The, uh, we saw Benson Henson utilize it a lot. And the Jackson Wink guys, they kind of use it a lot. You know, John Jones uses it. And we're seeing Johnson utilize that technique, right? He also lands a, a, a nice left hand. You see Hoyuchi, you know, he's attacking the body a lot, right? And, um, yeah, it's, um, you know, very impressive, right? Uh, you know, just I think the work we're seeing from Hoyuchi. But, but, you know, I, I, I think we, we see a moment when um, 
Johnson, he he lands on Horiyuchi, right? Rocks him, rocks him, and nearly puts him down, right? So that's a big moment for him. And I, I think it's fair to say, right, that out of the two, Johnson has the heavier hands. He has the heavier hands, right, which might be a factor in the fight, right? Second round, Hoyuchi, again, he's coming out pushing the action. He put, he's put Johnson on the back foot, you know, for the first four rounds, essentially, you know, he, he's attacking the legs, he's mixing things up, and he, right, hits Johnson with a head kick that, you know, rocks Johnson a little bit, maybe not to the same extent as Johnson rocks Horiyuchi, but, yeah, you know, still a very good shot, right, and again, we're seeing Johnson take a long time to kind of get into the flow of things, Right, so it's really, it's an intriguing fight, right? Because I think Johnson isn't doing a lot. He land, he's landing some shots for real. And he's landing some heavy shots, but not consistency like we're seeing from Hoyuchi, who's coming forward and he's landing. You know, so third round, um, again, as I said, look, Horiuchi's pushing forward. Johnson, though, this round, he, he starts to get into his flow a bit more. He's slipping a lot of shots. You know, we, we do see some very nice head movement from him, you know, landing some very good counters, right? And he, by the end of the round, he's throwing more. He's throwing more, right? But I still kind of felt that Hayuchi is, he's the one with the higher output, right? He's the one with the higher output. And again, fourth round, Hayuchi pushing forward, coming forward with everything, right? Um, he, there is a point in this round I think it's at the it's the first minute and a half, two minutes, and we see Hoyuchi just throwing, throwing on Johnson, who utilizing a high guard, but allowing Hoyuchi to back him up to the fence and just not responding, right? And Hoyuchi he must have landed at least twenty shots, at least, you know what I mean? Which is very odd. It's very odd. But that's what we're seeing, you know. Johnson, he, he attempts a takedown a couple of times, but Oyuchi is able to avoid it. Um, you know, Johnson, he does land um, some shots, but he loses a point, right? He, he loses a point for a low blow. So, yeah, we're seeing um, it's definitely interesting. Definitely getting interesting. So fifth round. Fifth round is the one round of Johnson. He comes out firing. Right? He doesn't allow Horiuchi to push him back. And you think, oh, that's big. That's good. Alright? What we're seeing here. Uh, but 
he doesn't continue that for long, right? And again, we're seeing Horiyuchi, you know, pushing him back, pushing him back with his output. Um, and I don't know, it looks like Horiyuchi may have hurt Johnson with a body shot. But Horiyuchi, he does come back, land some, a really good right, then a left, you know. Hitting some very good shots And Yeah he We're seeing some very good head movement From uh, Johnson You know he hits a nice Left hand off the Fence and um, Yeah we're, we're seeing him Really put some things together Towards the end It man it Heats up Really heats up and it's getting crazy Getting crazy in there You know, neither fighter You know, uh, is taking a step back now And that's great It's great So it goes to the judges And it's a split decision It's a split decision Johnson gets the nod And I, You know what I mean I, I thought it was Horiyuchi's fight Thought it was Horiuchi's fight. And Johnson himself admits, you know, it took him a while to get going. Um he he realized he, you know, he says he took a round off. You know, he allowed Horiuchi to kind of control a lot of the aspects of the fight. So yeah, I was surprised. And also, the 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 scorecards were kind of crazy. You know, they, it was like um Man, I think one was like 49, 40, 44, right, of 48, 46, like, there was huge, there was big gaps, and I thought, alright, it, it was probably a closer fight than that, you know what I mean, it was a closer fight than any of the scorecards kind of gave it, but yeah, it's an interesting one. Definitely an interesting fight But Charles Johnson Is the new LFA interim Flyweight champion right now And uh, yeah You know he's going to feel good You know he's going to feel good about that Right um, Hey one thing I will say About that main event as well is <laughs> it was the it was the introduction, Mike Kendall. Oh my gosh, he he fires out probably every one of Johnson's nicknames. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It was it was great. It was, oh man, it was a moment for sure. But yeah, another tremendous event from the LFA and people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey. Going forward, we will have two events from Brazil next, 16th and 18th of July. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to those for sure. Okay, people, so we've reached that time again. But before we bounce, let's take a look at some fight announcements. Man, feels like we haven't seen him for a minute, but Mark DeCasey will be fighting Rafael Alvarez on the 4th of September. Hey, 
That's a fun one right there. A few weeks later, on the 18th of September, Pani Kinzad will be fighting Raquel Pennington. And people, if Kinzad wins that fight, oh shit, it's off to the races, baby. Now, this is a fight that's been had been rumored and it is now confirmed on the 25th of September. Roxanne Mother Fairy welcomes Tatiana Suarez to the flyweight division. Boom! Yo, flyweights, watch out. That will be taking place at UFC 266. Then, on the 2nd of October, Douglas Silva da Andrade will be fighting Gatano Parello. And on the 16th of October, Ludwig Klein is fighting Nate Landwehr, which, yeah, you know that's a good one, people. Alright, so that's us done. Of course, people, we are going to be back and we're going to be looking ahead at UFC 264. What a goddamn event that one is. I'm a little pissed because it's on the box office over in the UK, so we got to pay for it, motherfuckers at BT. But, um, you know I'm gonna. You know I'm gonna. Fuck, I'm gonna sell a kidney to watch that one, baby. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna be breaking that one down. And I think I'm gonna be bringing my boy, Mike, along for the ride. So we will see people. But, uh, yeah, back on Wednesday. All right? Peace.